MyMac.com podcast number 32. The next generation of radio, it's the MyMac.com podcast. Podcasting from the MyMac.com studios, it's your hosts, Tim Robertson and Chad Perry. And of course we are using our old intro music this week, and uh, we'll talk about why we're doing that later, but welcome back, Chad, after your your camping trip. Well, thank you, Tim. It was uh, <laughs> hot. <laughs> so as you know, Tad Sheeler filled in for us out of Kalamazoo. Thanks, uh, Tad. Really appreciate that. That was a good good time that we had uh, recording that podcast. Today is a little bit different. We're going to be breaking earlier than we usually in the podcast because we have a... Go ahead. Well, we have guests here from our local CBS affiliate, WWMT. Uh, Alicia Smith is the weeknight co-anchor at News wow. 3. Hi, Alicia. <laughs> Good to see you, Tim and Chad. Thank you so much for letting me be here. Well, thanks for coming out. Uh, Alicia is doing a show on podcasting for WWMT. You can check mm-hmm. them out at WWMT.com. And uh, they're here filming us recording our podcast today, so that's kind of strange, I think. Well, have, it's not like we normally do this. No. Well, you know, the last time Dan Rather was here, but so. Uh, well, you have to be kind to me because I'm not very techno shabby. So well, this is a little over my head. I'm trying to hang on as tight as I can here. Well, podcasting is um, pretty much for professionals and amateurs. So oh, okay. um, the big news of the week was Apple's iTunes software just came out with podcasting support. So now you can actually download podcasts directly on your computer. From the iTunes Music Store. So. Nice. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the big news uh, for us, anyways, this week. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. it's not working for us. Oh yeah. no! We have a technical problem <laughs> with our website's RSS feed, and it's not working with iTunes Music Store. So people have to download us the old-fashioned way. So, so you want to explain gotcha. what the RSS feed actually does? An RSS feed is basically really simple syndication. It lets uh, a user on their computer subscribe to a website, and anytime new content is posted it's downloaded to their computer and they can see that content. Okay. With a podcast, what you can do is have that automatically download to your computer, the entire show, and then it will actually upload to your MP3 player, in this case an iPod, and you can listen to it the next time you grab your iPod and go in the car or go jogging. There's new content on your iPod almost every day. That's so cool. So you guys are basically international internet personalities. Uh, I don't know about the personalities <laughs> part. <laughs> but yes, people listen to us all over the world. Um, with podcasting, radio is really going to the next level. It's not just like satellite because you have to pay mm-hmm. to listen to satellite. And then you're still force-fed what you're going to listen to. With podcasts, there's podcasts for every single um, interest group out there. If, right. if you're a runner, if you're into computers, food... I mean, you name it, there's a podcast about it. Whatever interest, you can surf and find it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, ours just happens to be about Apple and Macintosh and, and that sort of thing. Okay. And it's been very popular. Um, we have about 10,000 people who download each episode so far. That's yeah. great. So that, that's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. you should be proud. I, I have to ask you, how did you guys get involved in this? Um, go ahead. Well, it was all Tim's idea. Blame <laughs> <laughs> so it on I get, I get the blame. That's fine. <laughs> Basically, I was doing some searching one day, and I had bookmarked a website from Adam Curry from the MTV Generation. Oh, yeah, the disc and, jockey, uh, video jockey. That's right. And and I used to read his blog posts, what he was thinking about this, that, or the other. And one day, he talked about this thing called podcasting, and I, I didn't understand what that was, but I, I knew what the pod referred to. 
and the casting, oh, was that from broadcasting? They're putting, how does that mm -hmm. work? Right. And he, as he was explaining it, um, he eventually came out with his own podcast, and it's really, really good. Mm -hmm. um, it's not for, you couldn't do his podcast on the air because there's a lot of uh, profanity and that okay. sort of thing. And uh, so uh, I really like the idea of being able to distribute an audio file or a radio type of program over the internet. So I jumped into it about three months after the first podcast were released. So even though we're not technically a pioneering podcast, we've been doing it longer than most people. I was about to say, three months afterwards, that's pretty close. Yeah, we started <laughs> in the, the end of December 2004. Yep. That's awesome. And now we do it every week. Yep. Well, congratulations. Thank, Thank you. Very cool. Thank you again for letting us watch you, because I'm here with photographer Pat Martin. Hi, Pat. I'm just going to let you do your thing. Pat's the one who really does all the hard work. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Alicia, Alicia just stands here and asks the <laughs> easy softball question. Hanging out. <laughs> you know, he's got to be the one back here to lugging the heavy equipment around. And exactly. So, see? This is work out for the day. <laughs> uh, let's get into a little bit of... Uh, news this week. By the way, we're not going to have an episode of Not Mac News unless Chris Seabolt sends in his portion of the show between the time we're recording it and the time I actually edit the show and get it posted online. So, so all you Not Mac News fans, we apologize. At, uh, uh, a Not Mac News, I should explain. Yes. Um, we have a contributor called Chris, well called, named <laughs> Chris Seabold, and he has a segment on our show. It usually lasts about 30 seconds to one yeah. minute where he just makes up completely fake news. And it's called <laughs> Not Mac News. It's really humorous. He's great doing it. Yep. Uh, oh. The big news items of the week. Apple releases iPod software on uh, the 26th of June. Mm -hmm. uh, Apple today issued an iPod firmware update via software update and its website. The company says iPod software update 2005-626 delivers iPod software 1.2 for iPod with color display, iPod mini software 1.4 for the iPod mini, and iPod software 3.1 for iPod with the click wheel integration. Ew, too many numbers. I yeah. get confused. <laughs> it's, ugh. Um, so it's basically it's new software for the iPod. And that goes along with our next news story from uh, iTunes 4.9 is now supporting podcasting. Yep. The release of iTunes 4.9 was reported here earlier this morning. Here being MacMinute.com. Go there for your Mac news. That's our news partner. Yep. Uh, Apple has officially released it on the 28th of June. You can subscribe to over 3,000 free podcasts and have each new episode automatically delivered over the internet to your computer. Of course, as uh, we were just talking about, we're not in there yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> but we have a crack commando team of IT professionals looking into the problem on our website. And, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we will be in the iTunes Music Store shortly. Well, mm -hmm. At least we hope so. Yeah. But, you know, the thing is, most people weren't getting us through the... Nobody was getting us through the iTunes Music Store beforehand, so nothing's mm -hmm. really changed. We just haven't um, moved into that new space Correct. yet. So, uh, what's the next one? Uh, Apple adds iPod photo feature to entire iPod line. So Apple today, and that's a, as of June 28th, announced that the iPod and iPod photo lines are merging, creating a single line of white iPods that all feature color displays with the ability to view album artwork, photos, and play slideshows in color. The simplified iPod lineup features a 20 gig model holding up to 5,000 songs. That's priced at about 300 bucks. Yeah, and then they got the 60 pod gigabyte version that holds about 15,000 songs. Uh, that's three ninety nine, and you know that's a that's a really good deal. That yeah. that price has dropped. And instead of having a whole bunch of different regular iPods, there's two now, mm -hmm. and I think that's a good move on Apple's part. Um, Twenty gigs, three hundred bucks. Sixty gigs, 
four hundred bucks. Yeah. Spend an extra hundred bucks and get the sixty gig version. Why? Mm -hmm. Why would you ever get the other one? Yep. Um, also, the the U two special edition is three twenty nine, and that uh, is a I think that's about fifty bucks less. Yeah. But the only difference really is it's, I think Bono's signature is on it, and it's mm -hmm. black. Yep. So. Um, if you're into the black iPods, you can get the iPod Special Edition from U2 for $329. And the one gigabyte iPod Shuffle is now $129. Good deal. That's a good deal. Yep. Uh, that's our news for today. We're going to get into uh, some more information in just a minute. We're going to have a couple promos to play. Obviously, we got to go to our commercials. And, hey, what's our uh, features going to be about this week, Chad? Our focus for this segment is walking in a widget wonderland. That's very cute, by the way. Thank I, you. I like that. We're going to be talking about the new widgets that Chad and I downloaded from Apple.com. Did you get all yours from Apple.com? Oh, absolutely. I actually got one that wasn't from Apple.com, but it's a preference pane. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Yep. So uh, let's jump to a commercial real quick. We'll be right back. Is there a dinosaur in your life? <laughs> Big, slow computer that eats up space? Remember what happened to the dinosaurs? They all got sick with viruses and worms. Dump the dinosaur and get a Mac. The Mac Mini is fast, nimble, no bigger than a lunchbox, and you can go wireless without a phone jack in sight. Macs aren't immune from viruses, but they are much less likely to catch them. Find out why at Small Dog Electronics in Waitsfield and on the web at smalldog.com. And now, Not Mac News with Chris Siebel. Apple Computer has scheduled a media event for July 9th. Many people are expecting the introduction of the iTunes-compatible cell phone. Not Mac News has learned this is not the case. Rather, expect Apple to introduce a new member of the digital lifestyle. The Mac Slimmy, a blender combined with a Mac Mini for making low-calorie, delicious fruit smoothies in the kitchen. In related news, the photos of the iTunes-enabled cell phone making their way around the web are not genuine. Not Mac News is able to report this because we have just received one of the original prototypes of the iTunes-enabled cell phone. The phone looks precisely like an iPod Shuffle, and in fact, performs in much the same manner. Instead of dialing calls, the iTunes-enabled cell phone calls people at random and hopes there's someone that you want to talk to. That's not Mac News. I'm Chris Siebold. Oh, hi, Tim, Chad, and other Mac people. It's me, Marv, from the Mr. Nice Guy Show. Just thought I'd quick stop in and say hi. You know, I do the Mr. Nice Guy Show on a PC running Windows XP and a backup with Windows ME. This could explain why I'm seeing a bunch of premature gray hairs and attractive women just won't hook up with me. Meanwhile, you guys have computers with an operating system that actually works and people describe as elegant. Even if I had the guy that dresses Brad Pitt or Jude Law picking my wardrobe, I still wouldn't have anything elegant going on. But the Mr. Nice Guy show is pretty cool. It's a fun, irreverent five-minute look at our world, pop culture, and news with me, a former terrestrial radio personality turned reference librarian at the controls. The only thing missing seems to be you. Join me at MrNiceGuy.org, MRNiceGuy.org. Well, I've got to run. Before I started recording this, I double-clicked on an icon, and the program should be opening any minute now. Mr. Nice Guy! 
And of course, that's a podcast that I really, really enjoy, Marv's Mr. Nice Guy uh, podcast. Yep. Um, and yes, we played their promo in the past already, but you know what? I wanted to do it again. Um, and I asked him, if, would you like to submit a specific promo for our podcast that we can play in? That's why I thought it was great. I clicked an icon before oh, yeah. I started. That's fantastic. He's fantastic. Uh, we do have a new contest this week, so we're going to... Uh, we got two more things to get going here. The first is the Ramjet is one of our sponsors. Yep. I was checking out Ramjet's website, and they have a jet drive, 512 megabyte. That's one of those little thumb drives. Mm -hmm. uh, real tiny. You can transfer information from work to home and vice versa. 65 bucks. That's works, a great price. Works with USB 1.1 and 2.0. So if you got a, a newer Mac or a PC and you've got a USB 2.0, it's going to transfer information really quick. Mm -hmm. 256 me or 200. I'm sorry, 512 megabytes. That's that's quite you a. No, it's just amazing how much the price on those has gone has gone down. I remember when I bought my flash drive uh, two years ago, and I think I paid 40 bucks for 64 meg or yeah. 64 meg. Yeah, and now it's 65 bucks for 512. Whew. So check out Ramjet.com. This week, we got a really cool contest, I think. We're going to give away three cool prizes. Ooh. Griffith Technologies. By the way, Griffin has uh, sent me a whole box of goodies for review. Mm -hmm. And I'm just now starting to take a look at some of them. Mm -hmm. um, some of them are really, really cool products. I really like the uh, Rocket FM. It looks like a little rocket ship. Yeah. And it lets you broadcast any sound your Mac makes. Not just iTunes, but your your system sounds anything like if i right now mm -hmm. that will broadcast via fm transmitter to your stereo or to a radio or anything it, oh that's cool. It, and it works really cool yeah so i'm gonna do a a, a review on that real soon i gotta play with it a little bit more mm -hmm. but so far so good i really like it uh, so we're gonna give away one of those rocket fms mm -hmm. we're also going to give away an iTalk, which is that little microphone that you plug into the top of the iPod mm -hmm. and you can use it to record your voice on your iPod. Um, that's pretty cool too. Both of those are $39.99 retail. We're going to give away one of each for free. And the last thing we're going to give away is the Radio Shark. Have you seen that? It looks kind of like a, a shark fin. Uh -uh. It's really cool. It lets you listen to radio on your Mac. But beyond that you can, re you can uh, record radio programs. It records them for you. You can set up a schedule to record let's say you like I don't know, whatever the the show that is. I can't even think of any radio shows. Well, that like, uh, I like Science Friday on, NP on NPR. So. That's right. You could set up every Friday to record that for you. Oh, that's And, sweet. of course, then you can put that on your iPod and listen to it whenever you want. Mm -hmm. um, that is a $69.99 value, $70. Bucks. We're going to give away one of those. Oh, awesome. So I had to come up with, we had to come up with two questions. The first question... Uh, and this is going to be for the Radio Shark, $70 value from mm -hmm. Griffin Technologies. Griffin was the very first company to have a G4 Cube specific product. So they were the first one to come up with something that was for the G4 Cube. Mm -hmm. and, and if you remember back, the G4 Cube at the time was very popular as far as the Mac community. It just didn't sell real well. Right. But Griffin came out with the very first thing specifically for the Cube. Mm -hmm. So, if you know what the name of that first item that they came up with, what the name of that product was, send your answers to contest at mymac.com, and of all the correct answers, we'll randomly draw the winner. And the winner is going to get... A radio Shark. That's right. That's a cool thing. You're going to like it. Yeah. Uh, so, we got two more things to give away. The iTalk and the Rocket FM. Okay. And our question for that 
for those prizes is what year did Griffin Technology start? Yep, they started up business what year? Send the name, well, the name, send, send us the year, mm-hmm. 19, well, I'm not giving away because it obviously wasn't the 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they've been around for a little while, so we can say it wasn't like 2001. Right. Griffin Technologies is a very mature, uh, great company. They've been around for quite a while. Mm-hmm. What year did they start? Send that answer to contest at mymac.com, and we'll draw two winners from that. One person will get the iTalk. And the other person will get the Rocket FM. Thank you, Griffin Technologies. Yes, thanks, Griffin. Uh, we really appreciate it. You guys check out Griffin Technologies. We'll put a link in the show notes. And uh, check out all the products they got. And uh, keep your eye peeled at MyMac.com for upcoming product reviews of all the cool new Griffin Technologies merchandise. So let's jump right into our features. And our yep. features, what did you call it? Our focus is walking in a widget wonderland. This is looking at some of the latest <laughs> widgets that are out there on the uh, Apple.com website. There's also an application that Tim found that you'll actually have to go to the, the actual uh, software developer's website to get. But it's very, very handy. So uh, <laughs> walking in a widget wonderland. <laughs> we use macOS 10.4. You know, the thing is, I'm doing this stupid little song, mm-hmm. and uh, we just did the whole WWMT uh, News Channel 3 interview, mm-hmm. which was, it took us the last, what, hour and a half or so? Yeah. Um, so when we started the podcast, and now when we came back after those commercial breaks, it's been a long time. We've been talking with the news people. Mm-hmm. They've been getting the footage that we want. And by the way... Um, We'll post a link to that segment for you guys to watch. You can see Chad and I on the local CBS affiliate, the, the little news thing. Yep. And uh, you guys will be able to watch that. So keep an eye on the website, and uh, we'll link to it. Um, so we're going to have a lot of people in this area probably listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. So I'm singing like an idiot. Yeah. Why am I doing that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm stupid. Let's jump into the... <laughs> Say it again. The Walking in a Widget Wonderland focus segment. Where did you come up with that? That's great. Well, it just makes sense. <laughs> okay. Um, this was our idea that Chad and I came up with a couple days ago, and we both decided we're going to go out and find four cool widgets and talk about them. Yep. So uh, I'll start. One of the widgets I found was called Gas. Mm. I found this one at Apple.com. This widget displays the lowest gas price where you live. Simply enter your U.S. zip code and presto. Displays regular, premium, plus, and diesel. Shows station logos and addresses. Remembers your preferences. Goes to Google Maps for directions to the stations. Tells when the prices were last updated. I checked this out. It actually works. Yeah? Yeah, I put in my zip code, 49017. Mm-hmm. That's Battle Creek, Michigan. Yep. And... It went out and found the lowest gas price and gave me the little address. It was great. I thought, this is fantastic. And today, in today's day and age, when gas prices are shooting up towards 250 a gallon yeah. for the regular, if someone's got it for 239 a gallon and you're going to fill up, that's a good savings. Oh, absolutely. You know? yep. So this is a very, and it actually lets you have a radius. You can say how close uh, to this zip mm-hmm. code. I think it goes out to like 10 miles. So. Yeah. <clears throat> I thought it was a cool widget, and it is free. Mm-hmm. Um, I think almost all of these are free. Yeah, all the ones that I've got are freeware. Which one do you got? What's yours? Uh, my first one I found was uh, Marquee, which is from Trifinity Software. It's also available at the Apple website. And this widget displays the movies and times for the local theaters in your zip code. So basically, you input your zip code, 
and it'll find all the current movie listings for all the theaters in your area. That's kind of what I use. I've used uh, Sherlock for for a yep. couple of years. So this is going to replace the only reason that I use Sherlock. Absolutely, and yep. it's it's it is very quick. It like finds it real quickly. Oh, yeah, and it, it has all the current listings. That's great, and, and it, it doesn't bother you with uh, QuickTime previews of the. No, it is purely movie listings, and it updates basically either every twelve hours or it'll update whenever you put in a new zip code. Wow, that's great. Yep. That's a cool one. You can get that where? At apple.com? Yep. Uh, the next one I looked at, you know, I, I like all the, the technical, technological, um, informational, that sort of thing in widgets, mm -hmm. but occasionally I want to have some fun. And I saw a link at the uh, Apple widget site for Pac-Man. Ah. Oh. And, you know, I, I was a teenager in the 80s, so mm -hmm. Pac-Man, to me, is a very fond memory. So I downloaded it, and the description reads, Play the classic arcade game Pac-Man right on your dashboard. <laughs> the compact size won't waste your screen real estate. This Pac-Man widget features a live scores board that displays high scores of Pac-Man widget players worldwide. <coughs> Excuse me. So I downloaded it, and it's pretty small on your desktop. Uh, obviously, I've got a 23-inch cinema display, so it mm -hmm. seemed really small to me. You, yeah. Did you download that one yourself? Yes. Did it seem pretty big on your screen? Your screen's a little bit smaller than mine. Uh, it was It was about the average widget size. Screen. Yeah. And, and you know, I, it was very playable to me. Yeah. I could see everything just fine. The graphics worked great. I did check the high scores. Mm -hmm. They're listed right there. That, mm -hmm. that was pretty cool, and mm -hmm. it's free. Oh, that's awesome. Now, my next one was Google Maps, which is by unobtrusive.org. And it's also freeware. And this works just like the web-based Google Maps, if you've ever used it. You just type in the address, and it'll display the location. And the neat thing about it is that I uh, worked with the zoom and the scroll feature, which if you ever worked with, like, MapQuest, and you know, you know, you click on the zoom, screecher, the zoom feature or the scroll feature, and it stops. Downloads, and it has to reload, yeah. This it. is very, very smooth. And the other thing I liked is that there's a couple options, one of, his, one of which is... Uh, satellite photo. So if there's an actual satellite photo of the area you're looking for, you can see a satellite photo of it. They don't have it for hours, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> and the other one they have is they have a view larger map. So if you ever got a map that you wanted to print, you click on the view larger map, it would actually open the website, Google Maps, and it display a printable version of the map. That's very cool. Yep. And that's free as well. Yep. Uh, the next one I've got is SingPod Display. It displays the lyrics of the currently playing song in iTunes and saves it to the iPod as a note. So you can sing your favorite song anywhere without forgetting a single word. Um, basically, uh, it has this very metallic back cover look to mm -hmm. it, this widget. And if you're playing a song in uh, iTunes, you bring this widget up mm -hmm. and it displays the lyrics. Mm. I, it's very simple. Yeah. Um, it's a nice, it looks really nice on screen too. Uh, the text is very easy to read. And uh, the four or five songs that I tested it with, it found each one, and it was correct, at least as far as I could tell. So um, this is, like, great for all those Slayer and Speed Metal Karaoke, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of karaoke in a way, really? I mean, because oh, yeah. you bring it up and start singing along with your song, <laughs> and, you know. Um, but, and then that's free, and, and I found that at mm -hmm. Apple's website as well. Mm -hmm. That was listed within the top 50, so a lot of people are downloading that particular widget. Mm -hmm. uh, Sing Pod Display. Hmm. One word. Well, for all you geography buffs, there's a really cool widget called Worldview Widget. This is from Long Fingers in Motion. It's also a freeware at the freeware download at apple.com. And this displays a world map displaying all the countries in the world. So basically, 
you would type in the name of the country you're looking for. It'll show you the country, the capital, and then in the upper right-hand corner, it shows you where it actually is located geographically on the planet. Uh, so it shows a country map, it shows the national flag, gives the coordinates for the country. As I said, it says the capital city, shows the continent. And if you click on it, there's a little icon that has like a little picture viewer. It'll actually show you photos from the country itself. So you get an idea of what the geography is like there. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it was very cool. I'm going to have to look at that one myself. I don't have that one. Uh, my last um, selection is actually not a widget. It's a preference pane for Mac OS X. And what this does is called Widgets Preference Pane. Now, if you start downloading a lot of widgets, it starts populating your... Um, your computer very quickly. I mean, it's just like, oh man, I got all these dashboard widgets all over the place now, and every time you download one and install it, that is taking up system resources. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? Do you just uninstall them anytime you don't want to use it? What if you want to use it later? Right. This, um, from Ego Systems, ego-systems.com, is a preference pane for widgets. lets you add, turn on and off, and deletes widgets. It also lets you change the widgets dashboard graphic. Very convenient. So you know, if we bring up your 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 uh, widgets on here on yours, Ted, you know when you hit the little plus mm -hmm. and it brings up all the widgets that you don't currently have on your screen yep. right now, it's that kind of the G5 metallic with the holes look mm -hmm. to it. Right. This this uh, preference pane will let you not only change that, but you can create your own graphic to put there. Oh, awesome. So that was cool. But as neat as that it is, it, it's the best feature obviously is being able to turn on and off widgets. Yes. You can drop widgets right on it to install them, and you can delete widgets right from one preference pane. I can't believe Apple doesn't have a preference panel for widgets already. Oh, absolutely. It's a no-brainer. It's something that should have been included with Tiger. Yes. I bet it will be in the next version, mm -hmm. 10.5, I almost guarantee it. Yeah. But in the meantime, uh, Ego Systems has come up with this, and it works great. I love it. Mm. It's the best thing that I downloaded. Yep. What's the last one you the got? The last one I've got is by Matt Kiev, and it's called This Day in History. And if you're a history buff, it shows the significant historical events that took place on the current day or any selected day. So if you want to see what happened on your birthday, you could type in your birthday, and it would actually bring up what were the highlights in history on that day. I share a birthday with Kevin Costner. Do you? Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and I'm special. <laughs> so you can click on any link in the widget page, and you're taken to a corresponding WorldBook article. Now, this does require that you have uh, WorldBook installed on your system if you actually want to read the entire article. But if all you're interested in is just just a little one-sentence blurb on what happened that day on your birthday or this particular day in history, it's great for that. Yeah, and that's, um, it, if you are uh, bring this up before you go to work, you've actually got something other than what was on television last night to talk to her on the water cooler. Correct. Very neat. I like that. Yep. Uh, so that is our widget roundup. Boy, that's kind of hard to say. Widget roundup. Yep. Okay. Uh, widget wonderland. <laughs> our walk through the widget wonderland. Yep. Um, we're going to look at widgets more in the future. I think they're neat little um, additions that you can use and download, and most of them are free. Mm -hmm. And uh, it really brings a lot of new technologies to dashboard and widgets and it's great. I like yep. it. Yep. So if you guys have uh, some widgets that you really, really like and you're like, dude, you guys got to check mm -hmm. this out, send us an email. Of course, um, all emails should be directed to mymacpodcast at gmail.com. That's a regular email or an audio file email. So record an MP3 file, send that in, and we'll play it on the air. This is going to be an abbreviated podcast this week simply because... Um, 
Well, we're recording this during the day. Chad's supposed to be at work right now. They know I'm gone, though, so they, I'm not just he's, skipping. He's not skipping, yeah. yeah. But it's not every day that uh, you have a CBS affiliate come out and do a news broadcast about what yep. you're doing. And uh, it, we thought it warranted enough that uh, I can have my mother watch my kids for a couple hours. And mm-hmm. Chad skips work a little bit. And we come over here and we do a Thursday morning, mm-hmm. now afternoon, yep. podcast. And uh, so it was fun. Yep. It's kind of strange doing it during the day, though. Yeah, it is a little awkward. And it's very hot in this room, <laughs> especially when all the camera lights were in here. Mm-hmm. Whew, it got a little sticky in here. Yep. Uh, it was nice meeting Alicia. Yep. She was nice. And uh, I feel bad because I can't remember the camera guy's game, name. I thought it was Pat Martin. I hope I it is. I think it was Pat Martin, too. Okay. I don't know if it's at the beginning of the podcast because it was so long ago that we recorded the beginning yeah. of this podcast. Uh, they were both real cool. Uh, mm-hmm. We talked to them for about an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll probably be on their show for all of 15 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but we do appreciate them coming out, and we'd like to thank WWMT for uh, coming out and interviewing us. Yeah, for those that uh, that don't live anywhere near West Michigan, we have a really good CBS affiliate. Yes, I, always, I like WWMT.com, mm-hmm. uh, their website. So that's where I always go to look at the the radar to see what's coming at me yeah. <laughs> you know see what's the weather look like i go to wwmt and uh so it's it kind of nice to be on the show of course i was on a news program with wwmt a, a year ago yeah for a whole separate related if you go to archives and look at my archives tim robertson look at a a bad day i think that was yeah, the name a of it very bad day. a very bad day yeah. and there'll be a link to when i was on the news last year but we will uh we'll capture the video from their news broadcast and we'll post a small, quick-time movie of our segment on their news program so you guys can um, see what Chad and I look like doing the podcast. And you can yep. see Alicia Smith. Uh, she was very nice. Yep. She's a very pretty girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, very smart. Yeah. She was... She's... Uh, I, I wish more news people were as, as intelligent as she is, you know? Because you see some of these people that are on news nowadays, and you're just like, it's, this person's brain dead. <laughs> You know, let's not be slamming television television news, right? No, now. and that's not everybody. I've just mm-hmm. seen some of these people where you can just tell they're just totally not into what they're doing, and and they're just not the smartest cookie in the drawer. Mm. But now she was just really smart, picked up stuff very fast. That's that was very refreshing. Yep, she was she was cool. Um, so that was a lot of fun to do. Remember to send in your contest entries to contest at mymac.com. and any comments you have to. My Mac, My Mac podcast, podcast at gmail.com. One of these days we'll go through an entire show. And I'll get that right every time. Or I will. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, again, send us your feedback. Uh, we we live for your feedback. Uh, before we sign off, yes, we're, we are not in the iTunes Music Store under podcasting yet. The problem is with our RSS feed. For some reason, iTunes doesn't like it. So we have... Uh, Adam Carnabog, our webmaster, David Avery is taking a look mm-hmm. at it. We're trying to figure out how we can fix it so we are compatible with iTunes. Yep. We obviously want to be in the iTunes Music mm-hmm. Store. Uh, I've received over 100 emails already from just a couple days that this mm-hmm. has been released asking why we're not in there. Yeah. So our listeners obviously are using iTunes. They would like to subscribe to it mm-hmm. that way. We will be in there soon. So yep. uh, we appreciate your patience. So we're having some technical difficulties. Please stand by. Beep. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the emergency broadcasting system, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see yep. you in a week. Thanks. I'm Tim. I'm Chip. This is the MyMac.com podcast. Let's do it.